Hi, this is Mitch Doan, and along with Jamie Richardson, we're your hosts of the Breakthrough Active podcast. We aim to deep dive into health and fitness that will help bring you a better understanding of topics that are of interest to you and can help you on your own journey. If you are enjoying the episodes, we'd love for you to leave us a rating on the platform you listen to your podcasts. Enough from me, sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back again to the Breakthrough Active Podcast. My name is Mitch. I am your host again. Uh, If you can hear a little bit of a strange noise uh, off here in the background, uh, it's actually my dog Smiley snoring. So if you you were happen to hear something funny, it's just her having a bit of a snooze. It's, uh, It's about eight in the morning and she's had a very busy morning of doing just about nothing. So she's uh, she's ready for a snooze so let me know if you uh, if your dog is a bit of a snorer as well i can hear her from uh, our bedroom when she sleeps a few bedrooms over in her crate so she's uh yeah she's loud but i wouldn't change it for a uh, for anything super cute especially when she's sleeping and not being mischievous uh, okay, so today i'm going to talk uh, a little more about the keto diet the title of the video today the appeal of the keto diet and why it doesn't work. So once again, just want to preface that by saying that this is my opinion on why it doesn't work. I'm going to provide um, a few facts and and then a little bit will be more in my opinion. So uh, if you do have some more interest in this and want to do some of your own research, then by all means, but this is just my opinion from what I have seen over the years and what I have researched myself. So the appeal of the keto diet. So just to do a very quick refresher, keto diet is when you are eating uh, strictly moderate protein and high fat in your diet and little to no carbohydrates. It's somewhere between 20 to 50 grams uh, of carbs and most of that is made up of just residual carbohydrates. So so just carbohydrates that make up uh, the rest of our foods that you know often we find in foods that are dominant with fat and protein. So there aren't really any specific carb, nutrient, Uh, foods that you're eating on the keto diet it is mainly like i said moderate protein and then high fat so the appeal of this diet uh firstly it's it's pretty well recognized that you are going to lose weight and you are going to lose weight fast so for anyone who is starting something new i think having that early and that quick win when you do see results and you do see progress is really important Uh, just to from a headspace and motivation standpoint, I think if you're seeing results and you can see what you're doing is working, then you're more likely to stick to it. But at the other end of the spectrum, I think you are setting yourself up for failure a little bit because if you are losing it quick, and like I mentioned in the previous uh, video and podcast about this, the sustainability is, is really in question. I find that it is nearly impossible to sustain. So. Uh, if you do lose weight and you lose it quickly, then it's going to be, you know, really hard to continue on that along with that, with that, uh, um, that weight loss and that rate of weight loss, but also just difficult in general to be able to keep off the weight that you initially lose. But the appeal of losing weight quickly, and if people try it, and you know, or they've had friends who will try it, they say, you know, I've lost three kilos in three weeks or you know six kilos in four weeks you know quite often that can be enough for people to want to try it but with that being said it is really 
really, really challenging, borderline impossible to to continue along that rate of weight loss, uh, especially from a health perspective. You know, you can only lose so much weight before it becomes unhealthy and the rate in which you lose it, uh, but also to be able to keep it off is really challenging given the, the dynamics and the principles of the diet itself. Uh, the second thing which is really appealing is that you get to eat a lot of fat and a lot of the foods that uh, are popularized in this diet, bacon, uh, the the fat and the grind off of your steak or the pork or you know the chicken thigh or whatever it is that you eat uh, cheese you get to eat a lot of cheese because that's predominantly fat and then even something like whipped cream which maybe doesn't get eaten quite as regularly but you know within the confines of the diet you know having something that is high fat like whipped cream is very much part of it so I think at first thought and first glance the thought of being able to eat all of these foods in in higher quantities is really appealing because you know a lot of people love bacon a lot of people enjoy eating the 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 fatty part of the meat and i know a lot of people love cheese me included uh, and then whipped cream and some other higher fat things so the thought of being able to include this within your diet not only being able to include it but have it encouraged to be consumed is something that's definitely on the plus side of the appeal of the keto diet so that would sway a lot of people who may be interested in trying it and if they've got a friend or or a work colleague or someone who's telling them about it there's no no doubt that after they tell them how much weight they've lost they say i get to eat bacon and and fat off the meat and cheese all day long so definitely one of the things that i think would sway people in wanting to do it um but in that being said which i'll talk about uh, here shortly it's at the detriment of being able to enjoy and being able to have carbohydrates, which have a lot of its own health benefits and a lot of just benefits in general as well. So from what I have found with trying myself and with talking to people in the past who have done it, eating higher fat and eating those foods, like I mentioned, it's great early on, but it doesn't take long until you get a little bit sick of it. And then your body just really is looking for and searching for those carbohydrates, which it goes without. Uh, and I touched on this one as well. This is sort of the third, uh, the third part of it that you effectively get to eat an unlimited amount of fat. So all those foods that I mentioned earlier, you know, bacon, steak, fat, cheese, whipped cream, you know, avocados, peanut butter, all these things that are really high in fat, you are effectively been able to eat as much as you want. Now, this isn't an absolute unlimited uh, quantity, but for, for most people, they are going to be eating um, a lot more than they normally do, and this is going to feel like it's effectively unlimited. So the thought to be able to eat as much fat as you want, because remember, we aren't eating carbohydrates anymore. We're keeping our protein at the same amount. So to be able to eat a lot more fat, it's definitely, again, something that can encourage people to want to do it because, once again, the thought of being able to eat as much bacon as you want sounds pretty great. Uh, but like I just mentioned there earlier, it does get old pretty quick. And from my experience with myself and talking with others, it's not something that we, are, that we are wanting to do for very long. And then, like anything, when we get told we can't have something, all, all of a sudden we want it more and that's the same case when it comes to carbohydrates. So that sort of leads into why uh, I don't think it works. So despite the appeal of it, the, the despite the, 
I guess the bonuses and the benefits of doing it with being able to eat more fat and, and the, the quick weight loss. I don't think it works because there are a number of reasons why I think that for starters, it's not sustainable, which I covered in a previous episode, but also I want to talk about why our body craves those carbohydrates that we are giving up. So I think for starters, the most obvious one is you feel full and you feel satisfied when you do eat carbohydrates. Now, this doesn't have to be an excess. I've done plenty of videos and talks in the past about how protein satiates us and fills us up, but the feeling of fullness comes from carbohydrates. So whether this is a cup of rice, whether this is an apple, whether this is you know, something, um, you know, some pasta or you know, a slice of bread, uh, having those carbohydrates in our system makes us feel full. Whether or not it does actually uh, fill us up is a whole different story, but it makes us feel full. Whereas protein and especially fat doesn't give off that same same feeling. Protein will fill us up, although we don't always feel it. Uh, and then fat definitely doesn't. So feeling full from carbohydrates is something that our, our body craves, in my opinion. Uh, it also helps our brains function. So it has been shown that carbs enhance the cognition of our thoughts. So literally limits the brain fog that we have and makes us think more clearly. It makes us more productive with our, our energy around productivity at work and, and how our mind functions. So when our body and our brain goes without carbohydrates, most people do report uh, a bit of a decrease in in their clarity and thoughts and, and how their brain works and you know even into their productivity with work or study or whatever it is that they use their brains mainly for uh, and it can be pulled back to to carbohydrate intake so it's interesting to see that when people reintroduce carbohydrates and, and when they are having a steady flow of carbohydrates in their diet their brain tends to function better a lot of research on this, so I encourage you to look this up if you are, do have some interest. Uh, it allows our body to digest and process food. So we are eating little to no fiber as well. When we're not having carbohydrates, a lot of those, uh, a lot of the fiber that our body gets comes through carbohydrates, you know, within the fiber, within vegetables and, and, and other legumes and, and other bits in our diet. So from my research, it showed that 65% of people who try the keto diet uh, have reported instances where they've been constipated, which is not much fun at all. So when we don't have much fiber in our system, it definitely puts a, an increase of pressure on our digestion and the way our food's processed. I don't want to get into the weeds of that, but yeah, 65% of people said they're constipated. So not great. Uh, like any other strict diet as well, it, it can lead to social isolation. So if you know your friends or your family are going out to a restaurant or somewhere, pizza place, or you know somewhere Italian or somewhere that is predominantly carbohydrate-based foods, uh, it can even lead to people not wanting to go to those restaurants. You know, obviously, if you are needing to make some changes at the restaurant, that's cool. You can just choose to have it without carbs, one way or another. But it, like any strict diet, whether it is this, whether it is calorie counting or, or strict macro counting or any of the other diets that are quite strict, it can lead to some social isolation, um, which isn't, in my opinion and in my belief, part of any healthy diet because as much as we are pursuing our, uh, I guess, our physical health, 
goals. Uh, when we're looking at mental health side of things, it all makes up what it means to be healthy. And if we're jeopardizing our social life and our relationships there, then then we aren't healthy, in my opinion. And the last one, which is probably the most uh, most important, is you won't be able to sustain your weight loss. So I like I spoke about this in our previous episode, but our body just adjusts to the low carbohydrate diet that we that we start. It doesn't take very long for our body to adjust. And then our body will become very carbohydrate, very insulin sensitive. So when we do start to reintroduce carbohydrates, which inevitably will be down the line and we start to eat them again, our body has a bit of a freak out because it hasn't had them for so long. And then quite often we see uh, that weight loss, uh, sorry, that weight gain come on quite quickly. The weight loss will diminish well and truly. And then often, you know, we, we can even put on a little bit more weight than what we started with. So you end up back behind square one plus all the, uh, I guess, the mindset shifts of losing weight, putting it back on. It's not great for mental health, not great for our confidence there. And that's when yo-yo, yo-yo dieting is in its full effect. And I mean, I don't need to tell you guys too much about the, the detriment and the, the negatives associated with that. So uh, I want to leave it there for today and, and, uh, and sort of wrap up my conversations about the keto diet. As you can see, not something that I'm too fond of, not something I'm an, I'm an advocate for. By all means, if, if you do your own research and you want to try it, then go for it. If there's a health condition or something that it is going to uh, benefit, then by all means, go for it. Do your own research. Speak to a professional if you are wanting to go down that route, but just... Uh, approach with caution in my opinion okay thanks for listening guys enjoy the day and i'll talk to you on the next one thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed the episode If there is a topic you'd like us to discuss that we haven't already, please make sure you reach out in Facebook Messenger and we'll do our best to cover it in the upcoming episodes. For those of you enjoying the podcast, we'd love for you to like, subscribe and leave us a rating. It really helps us grow and spread the good word. Hoping you're all having a great day and we'll be sure to see you on the next one.